Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. And joining us today, special guest, Mr. Scott McKay. Why don't we welcome Scott McKay on Let's bring him the in. show. Scott, how's it going? I wanted Hello, to be gentlemen. Scott McKay, the Patriot yeah, Street he, Fighter. I wanted to play the video yeah. bringing it in. <laughs> yeah, we don't allow that. Clay and I have had to have this discussion a number of times. I'm like, look. You got five words. That's it. No, no um, platitudes. No intro. It's real simple, ladies and gentlemen. Patriot Street Fighter. That's it. And uh, no fanfare. We're just going to come on. We're going to bring the tomahawk. We're going to have a couple things to say, and then we're going to get out of dodge. That's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> well, I, I tell Bye you, that. it uh, it, it is great to have you on the show. Sorry, I'm stepping over Max. No, no go ahead, Joe. No, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, so there's lots of things to talk about. Is there anything specifically that's been bugging you? Obviously, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. But is there anything, Scott, that's been uh, on your mind, particularly this week? Obviously, it's Thanksgiving week. We have a lot to be thankful for. But there's also a lot that we still need to fight back and and fight back against. Anything top of mind for you today? Absolutely. I've had about enough of the bullshit of all the uh, people in our community attacking each other instead of attacking the enemy, which is the cabal powers in D.C. and the, the Vatican royal families and all the scumbags that have been destroying humanity. We got infighting in our own ranks, which is amazing. I mean, and I'm not classifying everybody as Republicans, but I've watched the Republican Party for nearly 30 years at the first sign of trouble uh, efficiently form a circular firing squad. And it's you can count on it every time. And here we go again. We have a lot of us out here in this media forum who are pushing back against the uh, the cabal powers uh, media machine. And here I'm finding that I got to be lecturing people literally every week. Hey, what's the deal with attacking, you know, the other I hate to call truthers or influencers. Those those words just don't ring bells with me. But let's say that's what they are. Why the hell are you guys attacking each other? Why does somebody have something to say about this person over here instead of focusing on the target? So that's what's on my mind this week. So um, beating up the cabal powers and then also beating up on all the people that are that are uh, that are attacking, you know, people in the truth or community doesn't make sense to me. Well, I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to I'm going to try and, and walk the line. Obviously, I have a, a great relationship with everyone that is fighting and and. Uh, and I've had some some great conversations with with everyone, trying to get everyone to calm down a little bit, and and it I don't think it's going to calm down. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm headed out in the morning to uh, meet with um, Lynn face to face and have some conversations with him. So hopefully that'll bear some fruit, and we can get people to kind of lay down their swords for a little bit. You know, the the one thing I the the one thing I want to say, Scott, is that. We're not always going to agree. We're not. Right? 100%. If all of us agree all the time, then half of us aren't necessary. Right. 
but but the thing that I want to see us get to is a place where, you know, we we can we can set expectations for each other that if you're in the fight, that you can come across the finish line with results. Like that the results will be there. And I think that part of the part of the issue, the frustration that's boiling over, is that we have to learn to stand shoulder to shoulder with each other. We have to learn that if they take a shot at one of us, and and I'm going to say this, you know, and I've had conversations with. Uh, Joe Flynn and uh, and others and and uh, Keschel and and Lynn Wood and 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 I'm. But when Lynn got attacked, when Lynn got attacked by uh, David uh, Hancock, I jumped right or in the middle da of it. Who's David Hancock? Well, through uh, proxied through Kyle Rittenhouse. So Kyle Rittenhouse okay, did that interview it. on, yeah. and they didn't attack. They didn't attack John Pierce. They mentioned his mm -hmm. name. But the attack from the media, the frenzy, was again right on Lynn Wood. And, and, I, and I sat back for a minute and I watched for a good 12 hours. Max, we talked about it, right? We talked about it. Mm -hmm. and, and we sat down and I go, this isn't right. He's lying. I know he's lying. Kyle Rittenhouse lied. Now, I can, I can believe... I can believe a hundred times till Sunday that he had, a, he had a constitutional right. He had a God-given right to defend himself. He was not guilty. He acted with a, an immense amount of courage. But what's happening right now is not courage. That's handlers pushing Kyle to say and do things. And, and that right there just reeks of what I would call the deep state or people that are trying to pull strings on Kyle Rittenhouse. It calls into question everything. It calls into question everything. Because I got to see the receipts. And since I'm a business, I'm a business, you know, I was a business CEO and, I, and, I, and I'm involved in multiple different ventures and I had lots of employees and I had to make sure my finances were absolutely perfect. Scott, it, it's, it's hard to see people not come to the defense of Lynn Wood. It, it is. Now, with that said, I, would, I, I, am not, I am not saying that what he, the attacks that happened between them is right or wrong. But I wish it would have happened in private. I wish all that stuff would have happened in private. I wish it would have happened behind a closed door. But, but I think that we have to become more centered on the idea. This is just my opinion, right? We, we have to become more mature, right? Because people have attacked you. On my show, they attacked you. And I was like, all right, the, the interview is over. <laughs> you remember that, Mr. Producer? Yeah, somebody said something about Scott. I'm like, wait, what? all right, say that again? And I was like, yeah, th this interview's over. And I cut the interview off, and I was done. Why? Because we should show respect and loyalty for each other for the hard work that we're putting in in order to restore our nation. Okay. I didn't bring you on here for me to talk. I brought you on here for you to talk. So oh, no, I'm, I, I know it's, I, it was very interesting to listen to that. Um, you know, this, this, uh, this nonsense is going on, going on, you know, uh, far and wide. You know, I've said from day one, Patriot Street Fighter is a smoke-out operation. We're going to find out who's working for the people in the country and who's working for their own self-interest and egos. And it's working remarkably well. I mean, I've had them close to me uh, show themselves. I've had a number of people that have come on my channel, and they've built very big channels because I brought them on Patriot Street Fighter. They know what's going to happen. They know if they come on because we have a very, very large audience. It's, they're getting my stamp of approval in my audience's eyes, and then they get over 100,000 subscribers. And you can't imagine what happened. We've got five, had to have five new employees come in to handle all the emails, etc. And then they turn around and attack me. I'm like, oh, okay, guess what? It's working remarkably well because attacked, the same attack. Who attacked you now? 
Did I miss huh? something? Did I miss an attack on you? Oh, I won't even mention the person's name. I really, I, I don't, I don't oh, even go there. Go I've not, yeah, I've not attacked. Yeah. I've not attacked any. I've not attacked any other influencer. I get attacked all the time, but the ones that come on my channel and they get large followings, and then they turn around and attack, and I'm like, well, that attack. I actually like when it happens because the smoke out operation continues because my audience knows they get me. They know they know exactly who I am. So so then when this when this clown then in in the heat of these attacks then starts begging for uh, money, you know, one and three thousand dollar contributions like a TV evangelist. I'm like, there it is right there. It shows you everything you need to know. And um, I've had it happen a number of times, but look, I remember I was at, I don't know, Colorado Springs and I, I brought somebody on my stage a couple of times and I didn't find this out till later, but I was told, yeah, just so you know, that guy was standing out in the, in the back of the room watching you on stage, just saying, uh, insulting me. Like this guy's got nothing, you know, he's all shtick. He's no substance. I'm like, oh, really? The same guy that uh, has been on two of my stages on tour. And that's just the kind of bullshit that's going on. And, and what happens is, that it doesn't it doesn't do anything for to me but it truly reveals who these people are and what their motives motivations are now i could come out and everybody knows i drop vicious vicious firepower on scumbags doesn't matter yeah. who it is but i do not do it in this particular medium because i know most people are doing the best they can with the tools that they have fighting the enemy if they if they lack somewhere then uh, then that's not necessarily their fault. If they see things differently than I do, same thing. It's like you said, we don't have, have we don't all agree. We have perceptions, nine tenths of the law, whatever their their perception is based on their life experience. They're going to see things differently. That's OK. That makes it safe for all of us, because my perspective may come from my seat of experience. And it may be wrong in terms of how I see the truth. And it's sort of a vetting process that it's sort of this round robin vetting process, which I find is very effective. But when people just openly come out and launch these baseless attacks, I just, I just sit back. I'm like, wow, guess what? My audience, which it, you know, you got your audience from my audience. They just saw that all, yeah. all they're doing is sitting back saying, holy shit. Did that guy just really cut his own head off? Like in front of all of us? because they're going to learn the hard way. These, I tell, I've been saying this on tour, stop listening to anybody that calls himself a patriot in this community and who are attacking other patriots. Shut them off, unsubscribe to their channels, show them that if you're not going to fight for humanity, then nobody should listen to you on any level. I don't care how good your intel is. If you, it takes one drop of turpentine to ruin a cake. If yeah. you're going to put that poison into our movement, you're doing the job of the enemy. Look, the satanic order are using powers and principalities and recruiting minions of people that think they're really doing something important, really good, uh, maybe even unknowingly. But this kind of stuff is what's uh, look. I say, for every attack that's launched on one of us out here trying to do the right thing. You just gave another five minute brutal sodomy session to some poor child underground in these tunnels being tortured by the satanic order how effective how effective are you in rescuing these kids with every word that comes out of your mouth stupid or otherwise you know i just you know to me it's just a different delineation of the lines of how people are fighting the war and who they're fighting it for you know if they're fighting it for their pocketbook or their fame or you know their their ego great do it but we're going to make sure the whole world knows that and sees that 
because that day is going to come where we all face our maker on one level or another. And you knew all this stuff was going on with these children underground. Why were you over here trying to fight other people who were trying to solve the problem and save them? Like, what's the whole purpose of that? You know, so we're all going to answer for that nonsense. Yeah. Do you think it's yeah. ego? Do you think it, do you think it's just ego that's doing this? Do you think that there's some closet leftists who are, who are just trying to cause division? What, what do you think is the ultimate cause behind this? Cause it always seems that, I mean, Democrats have this too. They have this problem too, where you have the Bernie Sanders people, you have the moderate <laughs> Democrats they are always fighting back and forth with each other. Um, but it doesn't seem to ever get this vicious as what we see on, on the right sometimes. What do you think's behind mm -hmm. it ultimately? Yeah, I, I think it is ego. I like, especially what we're seeing today where we had this unification going on and now there's division and, and, a, and a lack of unity overall. And to me, it's always ego. Look, I come from the most egotistical sport on the planet, the national level competitive bodybuilding. It doesn't get more egotistical than that. But, um, and you know, the criticisms that you face in that crowd and that community, it's all ego driven. Uh, you know, it's, I shouldn't even say ego driven, it's insecurity driven. And, and, and now that, you know, I've seen it in different, you know, you've seen it in the business world, it's always the same. Um, I don't get it. I'm a cheerleader. I always have, you know, when I climbed out of the grave and, and I had nothing and I lost everything, I'm hundreds of thousands of dead. I'm living with a friend trying to, you know, I'm the turn to walk again. I'm barely feeding myself, eating eggshells every day because I can't afford calcium to heal all these bones. Life sucks. My friends are telling me all these big wins are having. And I'm like, that's awesome. I'm always, I'm like, that's fan. I don't have shit. I mean, my life sucks. And I'm like, that's freaking great, man. Cheerleading, pumping, pumping them up. Like, I love it. I love winners. I love to hear stories. So it's just part of my nature. When I see the other side, I'm like, what? I'm just thinking, you know what? The, that criticism is the death gurgle of the non-achiever. That's really what it is. It's a death gurgle of the non-achiever. People that just have time to sit around and criticize others, they have a mental construct that doesn't serve mankind. Because how if, if you were serving mankind, you were serving you know the rescue missions of these kids to try to alert the world, you'd be thinking in one, one direction. Every thought would be based yeah. on a forward-leaning mental construct that we have got to rescue humanity from the satanic order and fighting the person beside you because maybe they get more subscribers or have more followers than you or getting a little too much love. It's the That's the human condition. It's not going to go away. Uh, all we can do is just try to separate the wheat from the chaff by giving these people as much opportunity to talk and let them expose themselves. It's like you said, you know, um, <clears throat> when, when you look at somebody that's in the, in the process of, of creating this brand image of that, uh, you know, it'll, it, it'll do its job. The wheel of karma is turning faster now than it ever has. And, uh, you know, never interfere with an enemy in the process of destroying itself. I just let them go. I don't need to comment, don't need to give any light to them, uh, point a finger in that direction so people go pay attention to them. I'm like, I'm trying to get them to not pay attention to them. So I don't say, mm -hmm. I don't call any names out. They know who they are. You know, they, they know that, you know, they, they now know that I know. And you know what? They also know that I could drop the rods of God on them like I can at any time and demolish them uh, verbally, but I don't. Why? Let them operate. They'll do the job themselves. I don't need to comment. I'm too busy thinking about what's critical for the country and the movement. Well, I, I think that yeah. I think that we are making a lot of progress, and you know, you're over the target when things start to intensify. But there's there's a massive movement right now. There's a massive feeling that's out there 
that we, we feel like we're running in mud. And, and Scott, we, we, did this, we did this audit in, in Arizona. We did the audit in Arizona. There is more than enough information in the audit in Arizona to decertify that election. More than enough. Right? I mean, way more than enough. And more information that keeps coming out. And yet, and the mainstream media is not talking about it. Karen Fan, she just got awarded a $460 million contract through her husband's construction company. You could say that that's like a, a, a you know, and this isn't me attacking Karen Fan. This is just me asking questions. And my question is, should, should we be asking questions of some of the things that have gone on that, frankly, don't have answers? They're confusing. They create chaos. Should, I mean, is it okay for me to question Karen Fan? Is it okay? I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Right now, I'm just at that place where I feel like I, I can't hold anybody accountable either, and I feel like the accountability is gone. And we have all the information in Antrim County and Mesa County, and they, they went in, busted down the door of a couple people. The FBI did. You know, Sharona Bishop and, and Tina Peters. You know, they're making Mike Lindell look like an idiot. The guy runs a billion-dollar company. He's not an idiot. He's not an idiot. Right? I mean, they're, they're taking people that have had, look, I've had an amazing reputation for decades. I was a tech CEO, one of the largest first-party data aggregators in the nation. And they want to say that I'm some right-wing conspiracy theorist. I've never, been, I've never been a wing of anything. I've always been the one that has stood up for my values, Christian values. And I, look, my dad told me, what's right is really popular, what's popular is really right. How do we make progress when we can't hold people accountable? I mean, I just, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm at that place where, you know, to be very authentic, I see the perspective of both sides, and people are frustrated. Like, how much more evidence do you need? We have the evidence. We have it. So what the hell are they waiting for? And why are these pieces of trash in the government being able to step all over us? Well, I can tell you, you know, this battle is not who can fight the hardest. It's who can fight the longest. Yeah, it's a battle of attrition and time. And that's why, you know, people say to me all the time, when we, we, we'd rather have you sitting back here, Scott, in front of your camera coming out, you know, at our 7 p.m. Eastern Patriot Street Fighter show five nights a week again. We love it. We, yeah. we want, you know, the intel. We want more intel. Look, and I say, look, I, I'm spending a fortune out here on tour. I've got a half a million dollars of my equipment that I paid for. That's my contribution. Plus, I'm working for free. Plus, I'm covering the shortfalls. On, on, you know, where the ticket sales don't meet the cost. I mean, you know, we're looking at a, you know, $30,000 a week operation to do this, to go around the country, to do what? To give out more intel. I've said a number of times, simple fact is this. If you don't have enough intel to know that we're in deep shit as a, as a human race, no more intel is going to make you get up and fight. I'm going out across the country to meet with these people, talk to them, be with them. And yeah, the guy, this guy's real he's a real human being number one don't just sit behind the camera he's out here raining the storm down out in the open where it's more dangerous telling the people look you fight we win it's really simple and why get aren't the, the media yeah get the the media you know you guys both max you and joe you know this the media is never going to help us they're going to try to bury us no. there's one force on the planet one that cannot be stopped once it activates itself. It's we the people. Constitution doesn't say we the government. It says we the people. I'm trying to get we the people to wake up and understand, forget the constitutional power that we have, the power of human consciousness. It's like, look what Gandhi did. 
That was the power of human consciousness. It wasn't bullets. It wasn't even ballots. It was the power of the human con the Christ consciousness, which is rising. People, re if they can stand up collectively and say, we're done, no more. Like if we just had 20 million people, 30 million around the country, stand up collectively and say, this bullshit's over. We're done. All you criminals out there, like Karen Fan, you, you tell me there's not criminal activity. The entire government apparatus in the United States is crooked. You cannot possibly, all the times that we have sat back in our lifetimes, watch these sweetheart deals that come from somebody in power whose husband lands a big contract, a government contract. Listen, this is pay to play. Right, it Scott, always is. Right? Always. Never going to change. I got a question for you. Can you turn up my mic in my ears, please, so I can hear? There you go. So I have a question for you. It's, 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 it's an important question. Youngkin. You know, I pray that he's actually, you know, that they say it's a part of the red wave. Well, I'm a math guy. I have intricate knowledge of what happened in the election. We predicted it to within 1%, not 1% voting, like 52 to... To 48, we predicted within 1% of the total number of votes that would come in in the election, time stamped it, made sure it was there before, told them what was going to happen. It would be at 56 and it would end up, or 58, and it would end up at 52 and then to 51. We knew Youngkin was going to win because we had all the data points up front. We used the same algorithm. Youngkin worked for Carlisle Group. He was a CEO of Carlisle Group. Carlisle Group owns State Street. State Street owns Dominion Voting Systems. Dominion Voting Systems is the one that actually holds the elections. The algorithms and the, and the fixed point uh, of uh, outcome that they have in different elections, and they pick those elections across the country, that's a real thing, Scott. That's a real thing. So what do we do about him? I mean, he's a Republican. Do I, do I not now drop the, the, the hammer down on him and say, this, this guy's no... This is what I get to. I mean... I don't know. I, I am. I'm at this point where I'm like, fork it. I was going to say the other word. I figured I'd use your word, fork it. Man after man, right? heart. <laughs> because I'm I'm an intelligent guy, and there's certain people in this movement that stay away from me because I'm like this. I'm like, mm, yeah, that guy's full of shit. Now, do I ever say it out loud? No, I don't. I honor everybody. Now, I don't honor the radical radical left. I will throw them on their necks just as soon. Look at them. I will kick their teeth in and pray up, pray for them afterwards. I'm that guy. I'm a Southsider. But I, but I look at this and I go, we're not, we're not, we're not gaining ground. I, I don't think this cabal is stupid enough not to put people inside of our movement that are going to try. They, they thought of everything. right? When this whole deal started, it was convenient that people that were connected to, to different types of government structure all of a sudden come to the front and say, ah, oh, we're here to help. We're here to help. I used to work for the CIA. I used to work for, and I'm thinking to myself, so the CIA is trash. Are you the good part of the CIA? And why didn't you say something while you're a part of it? So there's, there's things that come up inside of me in this movement that make me go, huh, you know, Robert David Steele. I love that guy, but, and there's a big, but he pissed on everybody. The guy was literally one big vat of vinegar and he just poured that crap all over you. I don't know, I, and, I'm, and I'm frustrated, and I was going to pick up the phone and call you a couple days ago and like, Scott, talk me off the cliff, because right now I'm on it. But I knew it was Thanksgiving, and I wanted you to enjoy your family. And then I was like, we got to have Scott on. <laughs> talk me off well, my look, cliff. We're going to lay on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, say, I'll save you the suspense here. 
Youngkin's a deep state cabal puppet. Trust me. The simple fact is this. These guys allow no one in a position of influence or power that is not going to serve them. I don't care who it is. I don't care what they look like. I don't care if they're Republican or not. Let me help you understand this, the, the audience this point. Ayn Rand said it best, 20th century philosopher, came here from Russia to be a screenwriter in Hollywood back in the 20s. Author of Atlas Shrugged, Fountainhead, Capitalism, the Unknown Ideal, yeah. Virtuous Selfishness, Anthem. Go through all of them. I read all of her works. I'm one of her you know, advocate followers um, outside of her atheism. But I'll say this. <clears throat> she said it best. She said the true, true evil in this country aren't the, aren't the liberals, they're the conservatives. Most people are like, what? What are you saying? She said, look, the liberals will come right out and tell you if you give them power, they're going to socialize the country. It's the conservatives that you say, give us power. We're going to stop it. Now, how's that worked out in 80 years? How's that worked out after this unbelievable Republican revolution in 94? I remember being outside at 12 o'clock at night. And uh, the only two casualties we had that night that totally distressed me was that Romney lost to, to Teddy Kennedy and Oliver North lost to Warner, whoever, when he was running for the U.S. Senate. Outside of that sweep, 52 seats in the House. Nobody saw it coming. I was talking to Charlie Tremendous Jones at a lunch about weeks before that, and he said, no, there will be 52, and there was. I picked up in the Senate to have control of Congress for the first time in 70 years. What did they do with that? You know, you got Nothing. Nine, yeah, well, you got the nine of the ten points of, a, of the contract for, uh, with America passed, but Clinton adopted all of them. Newt Gingrich had him cornered after that ass beating in, 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 in 1994. So he's the most powerful man on the planet, the Speaker of the House, completely shut down the Clinton agenda, all of it. So what did they end up doing? At the end of it all, here you have another a budget, a government shutdown. Here you have the Clinton administration in the White House circling the wagons. The Republicans are worried about being blamed for the shutdown. Clinton's worried about being blamed for the shutdown. They're sitting in the White House in their circle crafting a concession speech. What happens? The fax machine from the speaker's office lights up. They're like, what? They walk over and pick it up and here's Gingrich's concession. I'm like, are you kidding me? They just handed power back to Clinton because they didn't have the principles and the fortitude and the wherewithal to stand in that fire and say, I don't care. This government should stay shut down until we stay within these spending parameters. Then look what happened under Bush. Bush, the conservative, biggest spender since LBJ. Blew it off the chart. Then what happens? We lose the house and they got it back in what, 2010 or 12? Blew, that blew me away, right? 83 new freshmen Republicans. And they all ran on, quote unquote, the Tea Party. We're going to hold the line on spending. This spending bullshit is over. You elect me. We're not backing up one inch. What happened? The very first vote they all cast that appropriations bill, 67 out of 83 Tea Party Republicans voted for it. I said, there you go. It's over. This country is over. And until that fateful day in, the, uh, on, in, in 2015, when this man comes down the escalator and announces the run for presidency, I was like, oh, my God, I never saw him coming. So here's the deal. And they laughed at him. Yeah. Of course they did. And the algorithm broke. And more people voted for President Trump on both sides of the aisle than at any other time in history. And they... they they wouldn't tell people. People would call for the polls. They're like, "Yeah, I'm going to vote for I'm going to vote for Hillary," and they would lie because they didn't want to. They, they didn't want to see it coming, and so that's why they had to cheat in 2020 as badly as they did. But they cheated in 2012. 
They cheated in 2016. They cheated in, cheated in and for decades. decades dec- since 1996, decades, since decades, they've enacted, decades. since they enacted electronic voting systems, you can see it in the numbers. You can see it in the math. You can see it state by state as, as it was enacted and the outcome as a result of it. And the hope of not having an ID and mail-in ballot, it's all designed to steal our nation. It's the only nation in the world where you'd have to pull all this stuff. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. This podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. We don't get to choose when a disaster strikes. You don't get to choose how you get taken to the hospital. Anyone who has been taken to a hospital or has a loved one who's gone to a hospital by ambulance, you know it's very expensive and you know insurance won't usually cover it. Well, when you have to be airlifted by a helicopter, it's much more expensive. And yeah, insurance won't cover that either. Air Med Care Network exists to make sure you don't risk bankruptcy in the event that someone in your house has to be airlifted to a hospital for medical treatment. So when you sign up at the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and use promo code daily, not only are they going to give you coverage for your entire household for one year for $85, but they're also going to give you money back up to 50 bucks, depending on how many years you sign up for. So again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. well, therefore, therefore, you ha- Joel, you have people now or look, I went to the Trump rally in Des Moines, Iowa. Trump was there. It was awesome. I sat right, be- right behind him, right? Yeah. And it was awesome to be close to him. But I said, look, he- here we are again. Listen to Matt Whitaker. He was the acting AG for a while under Trump. Did some good things. But he's coming out there and he's saying, rallying the crowd up, look, God's going to do it. God's going to win. God's going to make sure, blah, blah. I'm like, there you go. More bullshit. More bullshit because... For 2,000 years, they've been teaching us the satanic order. Sit back, do nothing, because one day Christ is going to drop his feet on the planet and look around and say, boy, you guys really forked the whole show up. I'm going to save all of you, bring you up to heaven and see how you do there, right? That ain't going to happen. you got to fight your way through it because Christianity is an action word. It's an action plan. And then you have um, you have uh, the, uh, uh, God, Kim's the governor, Reynolds, beautiful woman. Uh, yeah, great governor. She comes out there and here she is raining it down, says, if we turn out, if we turn out the vote 2022, we win. I'm like, hold on a second. Stop the press. More bullshit, more bullshit from the same political minds. Because why? Because they teach you over here that we're supposed to do nothing because God's going to save us. And over here, they're teaching just turn out. Look, we turned out. Tell you talking about. We had a massive turnout for Trump. They stole it. Do you think the Dominion's going to say, or the people using the voter system are going to say, "Holy cow, they caught us. We better not cheat." This no, time. that and I've been it's, saying that, Scott. Right. I've been saying that. I've been saying, look, you, you shoot a kid in front of three hundred people, a twelve-year-old kid. You go in front of the judge. Judge is like, "How do you plead?" You say, "Not guilty." How many of those people say guilty? We have so much evidence, it's crazy. And we have $5 yeah. gas, and the border's open, and all the bullshit that we're putting up with. Sorry, Mr. Producer, you're going to have to bleep that one. And we sit back. Lots of bleeps. It's, it's not even the fighting, Scott. I don't give a shit about the fighting. That doesn't bother me. You know what bothers me? Is we already have the goods. We have it. The hell are we waiting for? We get in the street we, right now, we, and we take this damn country back. That's what we have to do. You're 100% right. You're 100% right. It's we the people. Look, I heard this years ago. When the pain of remaining the same exceeds 
the, or, or when the when the pain of of when the pain of of remaining the same exceeds the pain required through cha of change. Until then, nothing changes. Until the pain is so great, this is why I say this is going to get way worse before it gets better. And I believe I believe the trigger for for all of this is one more cataclysmic economic ass beating. You know why? Because here we go again. 2008 repeat after 911 repeat 92 real estate crash 1987 bush engineered savings and loan disaster the continuous cycle to ramp it up crash the system take off our shit for pennies on the dollar the international bankers pump it up again sell it to us all at a higher price and over and over and over and over here's the thing once once the economic sledgehammer hits everybody right, left, liberal, conservative, Democrat, Republican, independent. Once that thing hits and the people who believe the, the leftist side starts losing their house again, their job, their cars, private schools, whatever, then they get pissed off finally and say, what is going on? How did this happen again? Who did it? And now you start to point it out because we're at this place now where pointing it out has some merit because both sides are so ticked off. How did this happen? That's why I believe they're using the clown show that is not Joe Biden um, to engineer this thing. Basically, I still believe it's an alliance operation forcing the deep state to basically commit self-suicide by showing exactly who they are. Unfortunately, you can show people they're not going to believe it. They aren't going to believe it until there's enough pain that they are suffering and they start really asking questions. It's just like outwitting the devil. Napoleon Hill's outwitting the devil. Until harmonic rhythm, home to work, work to home, home to work, the whole lifetime, driving somewhere for four hours, you do all the time, and you don't even remember driving it, you did it asleep because you're in this harmonic rhythm. And until you hit the wall, wham, boom, then you stop. You can't go anywhere else. You now actually have to use this. And Earl Nightingale said it in the 20s, what's man's greatest problem? Without missing a step, man simply refuses to think. Man simply refuses to think. Once people get sledgehammered nationally, economically, and they're going to start to think, how do I get out of this? Now they're going to start thinking, how did this happen? It wasn't me. I go to work every day. I pay my taxes. How can this keep happening? And then other people like you and I are going to say, let us tell you, let us show you what's happening. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, game plan over and over. Now do you see it? Then they get pissed. Well, and then that, they come into the streets by the millions. Then we I, take it over. But I think we, I, I don't think we wait. I mean, I don't, and I keep saying this. This has been the last week. I've been, it's the battle call. Scott, it's a battle call. I mean, we, we're, we're waiting the left and the right, they're both disconnected from the American people. The American people want some relief, not $6 gas. They don't give a crap about some sort of uh, solar panel. They don't. What they care about is life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That's all they care about. Mm -hmm. Like, let me have opportunity. Quit trying to shove social shit down our kid's throat. Like, let us live. But in America, everything is... Pins and needles and pins and needles, and we didn't punch these people in the face. We let the bully on the on the on the playground bully everyone and dox everyone and make everyone feel guilty. I don't feel guilty. Trans transgenderism is total bullshit. It's bullshit. 
I'm going to say it what it is. It's a man dressing up like a woman. You still got a penis. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm not sorry, actually. I'm not. But they want to Look, send me. I, I agree with you. I agree. Look, I have friends. I, I, I spent time in the Hollywood community for probably 10 years. I have some wonderful clients of mine that are gay. I mean, just some of the, mo the the kindest, most sincere people I've ever been around. Now, I wouldn't have learned that had I stayed in conservative people. A Christian boy from PA, yep. but I grew up, or I ended up being in an environment where this is the environment you're in. Again, I just came to accept, I'm not Christ. I'm not the one to sit here and judge them. If that's how they were born, etc. One guy said, Scott, are you kidding me? You think I put this burden? I would have chose this burden on my life. You, I, he goes, are you shitting me? And that kind of put it something in my head. And I thought, you know what? How you treat people is the only thing I care about. I agree. Until you start becoming a freak and you're coming in as a drag queen to teach kindergarten kids, read to them and try to tell them you might not be a little boy. Yeah, that's this. This is bullshit insanity. And you have to call. I don't care who I offend. I mean, I said this before we were in uh, North Platte, Nebraska, went over to Lincoln after an event there. And so I'm talking to the people in Lincoln. We've got this this LBGTQXYZ expialidocious representing um, uh, lesbian from San Francisco, who's the mayor of Lincoln, who also recruited another one of these to come over to Lincoln and be like the head of the city council. Like, wait a second, what the hell are you doing in Nebraska in far cow country when you grew up, when you living in San Francisco? It's too competitive there. So you can't win there. So you go somewhere else and you start to export those values into a place like Nebraska. I'm looking at Nebraskans. The hell are you people doing? This is look. Uh, I believe I believe in a lifestyle or a life choice that anybody can choose. But you know what? If that's the way you want to live, go be with your kind in San Francisco. Your people. If you want to be a rural farmer, beef rancher in North Platte, Nebraska or you want to be around farms, leave from wherever you are and go be with your people, right? But when you're starting to export that stuff, it's just, it's destroying cultures. It's like us Americanizing and democratizing other countries around the world with our military force. Maybe they don't want that. Why don't you leave them alone and why don't you let them determine their own fate? Unless of right. course it's human rights abuses. But at some point, Joe, and I don't like to offend anybody, at all, ever. But the simple fact is, until somebody calls this out and has the balls to come right out and say it, everybody's so worried about political correctness. Man, I, I run into that gunfire because this has to end. Somebody's going to say, I don't care what you say about me. You're full of shit. You're a lunatic. You are wrecking society. It's not people like me. All of you people that are creating this dynamic in the country that's turning it insane, we're going to stop it. We have to stop it. It's like, we know this, you know, where good men stand by and do nothing, evil's going to prevail. And right. I know you're so frustrated because we're, I'm saying the same thing. When people hit me all the time, when's the military going to do this? When's Trump going to come back? I keep saying, I got a question for you. When are you going to get off your ass, get off the couch, pour into the streets, organize and start putting that, that energetic pressure on these scumbags. It's like the ant and the grasshopper. The ants can overrun this single dictatorial grasshopper with one single unified decision to say, let's mow this thing down. It's over. There's nowhere to go. We, the people, have so much power and force beyond our numbers on the level of the human consciousness, Christ consciousness.
activated, not one at a time. Here's where, here's where we fail. Courageous people stand up, Tiananmen Square, one person gets run over by a tank, right? If everybody else, if you had 5,000 people with the courage of that person, that tank didn't run over anybody because they're going to get on top of that tank. They're going to do whatever 5,000 people are going to stop that tank. But it has to be in a unified fashion because once it's unified, like every dictator in the world, in all, they're cow not just scumbags, they're cowards. Because when the people turn against them, Nikolai Kalchescu is the best example. When they rushed those gates of the Romanian palace and the, even the guards took off running, right? Soviet era, nobody said anything against them or they'd be dead and their families disappear. When they had enough, that was it. That thing exploded. These people ran to the, the rooftop, getting a helicopter to get the hell out of there. Even the military generals inside the whole thing said they either say one or two things. Wow, the people are ready. Let's take them out. Or number two, they're coming to get me too. I'm going to switch sides and pretend I'm for the people. Let's take them out. That's and what that's it takes. That's where we are. It's what it takes. We need yeah. a powder keg of we the people hitting every city street in the country. These people in these positions of power inside their ivory towers, they look out those windows. They don't know what's going to happen. They don't think it's going to happen. But if somebody bull rushes that building to take it over, I don't want any violence. I don't want anything kinetic. But at some point, you keep beating that dog and you reach in there, hit him one more time. It's going to sink its teeth into your hand and break bones and it's going to rip it apart enough to make you run away from it. The very dog you've been beating, you're now scared to death of. That's what has to happen in this country. So I'm like, okay, people, how much more do you need? What it, what's it going to take? Military is not going to do it. Trump is not going to do it. Christ isn't going to do it. God's not going to do it because that's not spiritual ascension. Spiritual ascension, you got to fight your way. It takes a lot of work to fight your way upward. It's going to take we the people collectively. We yeah. the people. So I were out there on tour why, to try to get hornet's nests, get them going. Yeah. And this is why you're seeing prosecutors going so hard after the protesters on January 6th. People going to prison for putting their feet up on a desk, people in jail for going to the bathroom in the Capitol. People arrested for taking selfies in front of statues and paintings. One guy's arrested who was just standing on the steps. They're trying to make an example of these people yes. so that everyone, all conservatives think twice about the next time they want to protest. That was the biggest protest we had. Like, no, listen, like coordinated, coordinated protest the conservative movement had. They're trying to, trying to criminalize it all. This is, not, this is nowhere near what's going to be the largest. There's not near what's going to be the largest. And, no, it and, and was... Frankly, up until then, yeah. You know, frank, frankly, I feel like I feel like Scott. To a certain degree, I'm being played by people on the in our movement, right? Because I feel like there's just this this kind of festering that's happened. I think the deep state has figured this out. I think that the, on day one, on January sixth, they already had people inside the movement that they were just going to move around and stand as controlled opposition. You know, Mike Lindell's team is a perfect example of that. I love Mike Lindell. I love it. I love it, but there are just people around him that I, I just don't trust. I don't trust, right? And, and I say that with love because I love Mike. We have a conversation, and you see some of the things that have been stopping blocks. You see those same people in other, peop other movements, and you got you to gotta wonder, Scott. You got to wonder. You gotta, I mean, we've got to be able to flush it out. I don't know how to flush it out, but we've got we to be able to flush it out because it's there. 
and it's stopping us. It, it, it is going to get to the point where it gets really bad because we don't have the ability to effectuate change because the people that can effectuate the change are literally standing there doing what New, Newt Gingrich, by the way, deep state. Sorry, I said it. He is absolutely deep state. He comes out on, on Fox News literally a week ago. You know what he said? We need to get back to compromise. You know what? Fork you. Exactly. Fork yeah, go you. fork yourself, King Ray. Go fork yourself. That ain't going to happen. Look, Joel, when I made this leap, like I said, I, you know, for six, I walked away from elected politics. I was done actively in anything. My dream of getting the United States Senate one day, serving on the Armed Services Committee, if I could get there, those were my hopes and dreams for 16 years. I walked away because I realized it's totally corrupt. I couldn't do anything. So when I decided to take this leap and light up this microphone on my radio show that I created, and it became what it became, this throttle truth hammer, I knew what I was doing. I'm sitting in Texas right here in Dallas calling out H.W. Bush as the largest pedophile, drug-running, child-trafficking, scumbag, Nazi leader of the Fourth Reich on the planet. Whoa, Let's get whoa, this whoa. right. <laughs> yeah, cut, the, cut, yes. cut, cut, the bull, cut the bullshit. This is who the guy is. He's a scumbag. He's a murderous pedophile, period. Nobody on the planet seems to want to say this. And I'm like, I've been watching this now for nearly 30 years. Why doesn't anybody say this stuff? Okay, I guess I'm going to have to. What are the repercussions? I don't know. But at least I know one thing's for sure. I had the balls to say it and to fight and not stand by and let these kids be trafficked, raped, brutally sodomized, cannibalized, murdered for adrenochrome. I'm not going to do it anymore. And the same whenever I came out and created created the podcast, Patriot Street Fighter, same thing. I'm like, you know what? This is going to be, forget the intellectual side of my life and what I once was and what I was developing myself to be for all these years of all the things I've done. I'm like, you know what? None of it ever worked. Nobody ever yeah. listened to me, ever. I told my friends in California in 04, here's where California is headed. It was the fifth largest economy in the world if it was its own country back then. I said, this place is going down. I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, look, we have a $20 billion budget deficit right now, virtually every year in California. 10 billion of it is in social services to illegals pouring across the border. Two plus two isn't equal whatever you feel like it is that day. It's always four. The math is not going to add up. This state's going to go down. It's going to drag the whole country with it. Now, why hasn't it happened? Twice, we the people bailed out the insanity of Sacramento. And I was recruited, or at least they attempted to recruit me to run for the state assembly in the 41st AD. I'm like, why? What can I do there? Look, this, this state is in such dire straits economically, even the power uh, debacle with Gray Davis, who was ousted by the, the, the other deep state uh, cabal player, Schwarzenegger. You know, we have real problems in California and on, 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 the, on the floor in Sacramento, they got bills on the floor like save the gay whales and all this crazy shit. Like are these people insane. We're in real do trouble. Do they need here. a lot of saving? Do the gay whales need a lot of saving? <laughs> Who knows? I just came out of my mouth. But all I can say no, is, listen, I don't, I don't doubt that there's a gay whale lobby. I'm sure it exists. <laughs> well, I can tell you this: as much as I've been ranting for 30 years now, nobody listened. You know, my family would listen. They hear things like, "Oh, there's Scott again," or my friends just say, "Kind of like fade away." Hey, I gotta go. Right? Nobody listened. You know when they started listen, listening? When I said, "You know what?" These people are forking scumbags, pedophile, rapist, murderer, thief, Rothschild international banking criminal, royal family, call them reptilians. <laughs> I just start attack, 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 attack. This is who they are. Pull your head out, folks. 
you got to come to the conclusion humanity's going down the drain in a satanic fashion. You're not doing it. You're not creating it. I'm doing none of this. Who's doing it? The people in positions of power that form public policy for all of my life, the ones vote me in, I'm going to do this for you. And you know what? Yeah. We just keep drifting, 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 drifting to the edge of the abyss for one more little kick before we go over. And I said, we're going over anyways. Then this is what I'm going to become. If I have to put Scott McKay on the bench and have a guy come out of a cage that my mother would be ashamed to hear right now publicly, then that's what it's going to take. At least I'm not going to be the guy that sat back and said, sorry, Jesus or God, when it was my time and I was called, I did nothing because I wanted everybody to like me. In fact, I'm making enemies everywhere. And you know what? I'm looking for enemies. I'm looking for the right ones. Doesn't matter to me who they are. Smoking them out inside the movement, people close to me. I've had people inside my circle have been doing things that can bring, bring this whole movement down. And once I identify them, guess what? Sorry. Love you. Goodbye. Yeah. And it doesn't stop, but it doesn't, it just tells me this. Oh, effective. Because even if there are good people that are trying to stop this mission and this machine called Patriot street fighter, they may not know they're doing it. They may not know they're, tr they're actually doing things to harm it because Satan doesn't work hard. Satan has legions of minions that does all of its work. Who? The clergy, school teachers, parents, get down through the list, governments who should be tasking themselves to unleash human potential, to help us unleash it. By design, it limits human potential on all levels. So the simple fact of the matter is the only conclusion we can draw is those people we've always counted on, they haven't just failed us. They're working for the enemy because I can tell you that everybody in D.C. is a bought and paid for politician. How do I know that? Have you ever heard any one of them get in front of a camera and talk like Patriot Street Fighter? Zero. None. Zero. Because if they're on the inside and they see what's going on, they should be launching a withering attack machine on all their colleagues in there. But see, they want to go to dinner. They want to be loved. They want the government credit card to go Talk to the best steakhouse in Georgetown every night. They want to be part of the team. You know what? They may go in there with good intentions. But, you know, I and I've said to the people that I'm supporting some great candidates, like I don't have to worry about Joey Gilbert running again for governor against Sislak because he's a freak world champion boxer and he sounds like me in a campaign. I told Cordy Williams the same thing. If you go mainstream and listen to these clown consultants you're listening to, Number one, you lose. Number two, I'm going to tell the people don't vote for you because you sound just like them. You're going to be co-opted just like them. He said, man, I'm glad you had this talk with me. Kind of course corrected me. People want fighters. They want vicious attack dogs that are going to fight to course correct this ship before it goes over into the marriage. It's going to head. And all these politicians, once they get inside the structure of whatever political realm they're going to be serving, they better be the most hated person inside that building. If they're not the most hated, despised person, they're not serving humanity. They're serving the machine, period. Yeah. I don't care what they look like. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they sound like. Anything less than going into these institutions of power as an elected official and becoming the most vicious son of a bitch they've ever heard in there attacking them. They're in there for a completely other reason, and it isn't for you, and it's not for me, and it's not for the good of humanity. It's self-interest and nothing more, and nobody can debate me on this. 
Nobody can provide any historical or empirical data that I'm wrong. I know I am absolutely dead right. No, you, you are dead right. Well, Scott, I, I know that you had a heartbreak. We, we kept you a little long. We blew that, man. Time. You all yeah. got me too fired up. I, I know. You got fired up. <laughs> I, I, I kept getting ready to jump in there to like help you get out to whatever you have next, but you kept going. But it's great. I, we'd love to have you back for a marathon session where we don't have time constraints. Um, but yeah, until then, Scott, thank you so much for stopping by and have a great hey, Scott, rest of your I'll call, If it's okay, I'll call you um, later on this evening. I'm, I'm actually going to see uh, some country singer sing tonight with no mask awesome. on. But uh, I'll call you on the way out there and see if we can chat if you're around. God bless you. Give brother. me a shout. Yeah. yeah. I love you guys. Thanks for what you're doing. And um, I'm telling you, listen, I'm honored both of you guys to, to be in your company. Um, that's rarefied air for me. So thanks for the opportunity to be here with your audience. Hey, and let me know if I can get out there and, and uh, do a surprise jump in at one of your events. I'll come. Uh, yes. How, how about uh, we got, we got, th we got, th let me think about it. We got three to go. We might have a stacked, we might have a stacked list, but I'm going to tell you this. Uh, yeah, we have a we have a stack schedule for the next three. But here's what we're doing: we are relaunching uh, a spring tour. So I'm counting you in in you know whether it's West Coast base where you are at Colorado or otherwise. You can't, trust me, you just showed me today <laughs> the kind of fire you had coming out of you today. I'm like, we need this voice on our stage, man. Hell, hell yeah! Thanks for what you're doing. It's very brave to do what you did and took a uh, took a business you know murder in the process of it. Nobody does that, Jill. Nobody, nobody. All right. Well, God bless you, brother. Max, appreciate you keeping everything moving and on track. <laughs> well, thank you, Scott. Have a great rest of your Thanksgiving weekend. You too, guys. All right. So before we end the show, big news, big, huge news from the conservative daily store. If we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, we have Christmas shirts. Christmas shirts are up. The ugly Christmas t-shirts, ugly Christmas sweatshirts, and soon to have ugly Christmas long sleeve shirts are up. This one, all I want for Christmas is a full forensic audit. We got it. We got it in. <laughs> we got it in a t-shirt and we got it in a sweatshirt, either red or green. We also got all I want for Christmas is the real president. Got that in a t-shirt, red or green, and as a sweatshirt, red or green, and soon to also have the long sleeve t-shirts. Now here is the bonus. It is Black Friday. Soon to be uh, Monday's Black Monday, uh, not Black Monday, Cyber Monday. Um, we have a promo code. People have been asking for promo codes in the comment section for the longest time. We got one up. So Ms. Bruce, if you put that over the screen, our promo code is 10OFF, T-E-N-O-F-F, -F, and you'll get $10 off all orders over $125. So it's gonna basically cover your shipping and a little bit more. Again, that's promo code 10 off T E N O F F. And you're going to get $10 off any order over $125. And uh, that promo code is good through Cyber Monday. So it goes away on Tuesday. So if you've been waiting for a promo code, waiting for us to cover your shipping, this is the time to buy. Promo code 10 off T E N O F F. Pick up your Christmas, ugly Christmas t shirts, ugly Christmas sweatshirts, or any of the other great shirts we have at the Conservative Daily store. Well, I tell you, I blew you away. I blew yeah, you away with yeah. with the uh, with the presentation. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I also want to say that this podcast is brought to you by My Pillow, and that now's the time when you're going out there. You can use code CD twenty one. CD twenty one will actually get you today 
and Monday, through Monday, should get you as much as 75% off some of those things. Also, I want to, so use code CD21, that's Charlie David 21, um, and save up to 75% on certain items in the store. Um, I also want to tell you that, you know, to remind you all that Mike Lindell has the, the, um, um, the crap, what is wrong with me? He has a telethon going on right now, basically. He, he literally is running 96 hours straight with everyone in the movement that it will go through all the things that they've been able to uncover um, for the election fraud of 2020. Um, so that will be going on over the next uh, several days. And I'm supposed to be on, I think, tonight or tomorrow. I'll find out a little later. It might be tomorrow um, on the wrap-up. But, uh, yeah. So you can make your way over to uh, Frank's speech and watch what Mike and others are speaking about. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, well, I hope everyone does that. Hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving weekend. That's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, God, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbean, and Audible. So if you can, please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, and help us climb up in those rankings. We are also launching another podcast, Real American History. That is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, a few of them. I'll, I'll post all the links. Some of them are taking a little longer to approve since it's a holiday weekend, but make sure you go over and subscribe to that too. That's going to be where we're going to be doing history podcasts. Um, so make sure you check that out as well. If you like the show, make sure you tune in at 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern for our shows. Went a little early today. If you need a little help, need a little reminder, or if you want to get updated, if we do go early, text the word freedom, F-R-E-E-D-O-M to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system. You'll get a notification telling you what we're talking about and how, when, and where you can watch. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Altman. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together. <laughs>